I think today is a special Doug day. Oh, it's a great day with Doug. No. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) It's a special Doug day. Okay, okay. For celebrating the peanut butters. Oh. Why are we celebrating peanut butter? It's peanut butter lover's day. It is Peanut Butter Lover's Day. It's right here in my schedule. I should have known about it. <laughs> I should have been making sandwiches and everything. Well, it's because it's a, it's a new segment, Doug. It's special. It's Doug's special Doug day. Um. <laughs> this, this segment's going to take off. <laughs> I guarantee it. Doug's special, Doug special day. <laughs> and it's special <laughs> with Doug. <laughs> That's great. I thought you were going to say that it was uh, Fat Tuesday. You know, I always forget when Mardi Gras is. It never occurs to me. I mean, I'll just keep eating this peanut butter, and then I'll really be celebrating Fat Tuesday. You know what I mean? (gasps) (laughs) I've got a king cake, too. Can king cake come in peanut butter flavors? I truly have no idea. Hmm. Um, I would eat it, though. Mm -hmm. I'll eat anything with peanut butter. Mm -hmm. Uh. (laughs) You eat anything with a baby. Have you had uh, Mardi Gras? <laughs> Have you like been to Mardi Gras? Have, Have you... I had a special Doug Mardi Day Gras? Yeah, day. That's special. Have I been there? Yeah. Have you been to like? No. Oh, okay. I've okay. been to New Orleans, but not during Mardi Gras. I have been. What? That sounds crazy. I have been to Mardi Gras. That sounds crazy. In New Orleans. It is crazy. Just so many people on the street. Everybody's happy. Everybody's partying. And everything's crazy. That's what we were just saying. <laughs> special day with Doug Day. Special. <laughs> and and like and everything's going like it, the cops are there and they don't care. <laughs> when people pull up their shirts and pull down their pants, the cops are throwing beads too. Like wow, as, lo- as long as long as pulled down. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, you think it's just about the boobs? Mm. Wangs are getting shown hey. too, Alice. It's this is equal <laughs> equal parts. I saw too many wangs. But like because people know Mardi Gras, just don't bring your kids. You know? Oh, okay. You know? Like don't bring your kids. It's cool. Just don't get in fights, don't steal things, and everybody's okay with it. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's my anything goes. Uh oh, th- that brings me to another day. Mm? It's a national horse protection day. Mm. Yeah. So so anything goes down there, but you know, just make sure you throw a condom on that horse, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> when you're when you're Getting banged by the horse. Oh, really? Oh, really? Because I thought that was when I was making the horse into glue. Oh. <laughs> it's my bang mate. <laughs> this is Dork. And this is Phallus. <laughs> and this is going terribly. Oh, why did my Why'd you change your voice? I've got ghosts in me blood, I do. Okay, girl. Are you ready? Yeah. Are you ready for some eargasm? Oh. Are you ready for some strawberries? Uh-huh. Dipped in peanut butter? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Do you feel like as a society we should be putting peanut butter on strawberries more? As a society? Yeah, yeah, like as a whole. You feel like we're not doing it enough? I mean, isn't it just like peanut butter and jelly sandwich? Exactly. Except it's the gluten-free version. And so like... Does jelly have gluten? No, it's the gluten-free version because bread has gluten. 
So oh, so you just take out the you bread. You take out part. the bread, and you're you're Put just peanut butter on a strawberry. Peanut butter on a strawberry. That sounds good, right? I don't know. Well, it sounds better than peanut butter on a grape. You're right. <laughs> yeah. Why is that? <laughs> While we're on it, let's do it. Let's do a a food episode here. Oh. <laughs> While we're at it, have you ever noticed that uh, grape things don't taste like grapes? Like grape jelly doesn't taste like grapes. But more importantly, grape juice. And all grape juice is, is the juice from grapes. There's nothing else added. So why doesn't grape juice taste like grapes? I need answers, Alice. I am stunned. You're stunned. I, I don't know. I feel like I'm an android that just realized I have consciousness. <laughs> and that all my thoughts have been pointless up until this point. Alice was just taking a nap before she came over. <laughs> no. I'm... Oh, it's not from that? <laughs> My apologies. I'm just flabbergasted. Do you agree that grape juice doesn't taste like grapes? Yes. It's Isn't it crazy? But I didn't know that until just this moment. Oh, I'm sorry. That's Yeah, that's what flabbergasted me. Oh, I just shattered your worldview. Because mm-hmm. if you were to give me a glass of orange juice, and if you were to give me an orange, and I were to compare them, I'd be like, yeah, yeah, this is the juice of that. Mm-hmm. But I couldn't do that with grape juice and grapes. No, not not a chance. But what about wine? I've never had wine. I guess wine doesn't really taste like grapes to me either. I wouldn't think maybe, so. Maybe maybe grapes are just like I don't think grapes taste like anything. What? Yeah, I think they just taste cold and squishy. What if what if they're not cold? What if your grapes have been out for a little bit? Mm. Also, you need to get a good firm grape. Ooh. Don't you like frozen grapes? Yeah. Those are like eyeballs. Oh, that's why you like them? Yeah. So you can imagine <laughs> that you're eating your enemy's eyeballs again? No, I eat my friend's eyeballs. Aw. Mm-hmm. Wait. <laughs> that's not the sweet thing I made it out to. It'd be, it'd be nice to have them in me. Your friends? Mm-hmm. Oh, uh... What? <laughs> <laughs> so Kai can ab- absorb their friendship. <laughs> Julian, you don't know this, but later on, you're going to be inside me. <laughs> Excuse me? Oh, uh, it's it, don't worry. It's nothing sexual. It's nothing weird. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to eat your eyeballs. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> and that was the last time you ever saw Julian. Mm. You and that's f- last time he saw me. <laughs> <laughs> Boom! Nailed it. Mm. I saw something recently, actually, like some meme about how um, someone likes tight grapes, like grapes that burst really good in your mouth. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds tight. more sexual than it's meant to. I yeah, think. Yeah. Yeah. I I love grapes. I'll be honest with you. I know it's a hot take, but <laughs> I love them. <laughs> what, what, uh, which color grapes do you like more? I've always really loved the Concord grapes. I guess those are classified as black grapes. Mm-hmm. Also, are we? Does it upset us at all that the 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 color they are isn't the color that that says they are? Oh my god! <laughs> Why is this blowing my mind? I it's don't like know. I don't even, I don't even know. I just I'm like. Whatever. You high right now? (laughs) 
Because green grapes are called white grapes. But why? Yeah. Why are they called that? There's nothing white about They're them. They're juice. Their juice is white. It's not. Is it? Like, have you ever bought a, a like a gallon of white grape guess, juice? It's not white. It's champagne colored, I guess. I don't, it's not. Sh- they're not called champagne grapes. Aren't they? I think there are some oh, really? called that. I feel like they could sell them a lot better. Or maybe I'm just thinking of champagne. <laughs> From the champagne region of France. There's not, you know, just sparkling grapes. <laughs> I you, wish there were. You can't call sparkling wine champagne. Right. Well, you can. But people like Alice will judge you. You can't. You can't. <laughs> you physically can't. <laughs> what you got there? So... <laughs> I can't. <clears throat> For some reason, I'm uh, I'm unable to say sugar. <laughs> oh, this is a sparkling wine. Oh, oh, okay. It's because I was trying to say it was. <laughs> Nobody's done a dumber joke than we just did ever. <laughs> What other food things can we get into? You know what I hate? Yes. You do know. <laughs> all know. the all the names that tiny oranges have. Or no, they're not oranges. They're they're tangerines. Oh right? the I mean those are oranges, right? But aren't aren't what, all What is the difference between an orange and a tangerine? Uh because I don't like oranges, but I like tangerines. Wait, are those tangerines? The, I, the, the little I ones? figure because they're sectioned more so okay. than oranges. Like oranges, it's they're kind of hard to peel and you have to cut them into slices. And it's just so much work. I feel like I had a very <laughs> traumatic childhood because oh, no. of this. Because I my t- mom would make me eat fruit. She would just make me eat fruit, and she'd be like, why don't you cut some oranges? Are you lazy? <gasps> and I'm like, I just don't like oranges. <gasps> and she'd keep saying I'm lazy for not cutting them. <gasps> but honestly, I don't know. I don't know if I was lazy, and that's why I didn't like oranges. Or wow. if I didn't like oranges, and that's why I didn't bother cutting them. Man. I feel like I should call child services. And- <laughs> I don't know what the statute of limitations is on something like this. I thought I, I had mean, a rough childhood. I mean, she still does that now, and I'm an adult. Does she really? <laughs> you can't cut oranges? Mom, I have these mandarins. They're already yeah. pre-sliced. <laughs> no, no, no. Throw those in the garbage. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's kind of it's kind of odd. Like, maybe my mom doesn't like tangerines, because she always had oranges in the house, but not necessarily tangerines. Are tangerines more expensive, because I, they come pre-sliced? <laughs> I don't think I've ever had a tangerine. But now I don't know if I have or not because you said they're the same thing as those little ones. The they're just bigger. Okay, okay. Because like the, the little ones you're talking about, you mentioned oh, yes, they were called the different names. Yeah, the cuties or the halos or the clementines. Clementines, uh, mandarin, mm-hmm. oranges. Mm-hmm. There's so many names for the. Are, are any of those like brand names? Oh, maybe, maybe or, like cuties and halos. I think halos definitely are. I think. I think clementines might be the name of the fruit. Hmm. Um, I like miniolas. What? I like miniolas. That sounds dirty. <laughs> it does. I'm not saying areola, and I'm not saying a whole bunch of areola. <laughs> Is that the plural? <laughs> miniola. <laughs> mini areola. <laughs> I like a mini areola. Yeah. Yeah. First, I you know I started off touching one areola, and then I and then I 
changed to Mini-Ola. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so dumb. Um, have you ever had a Mini-Ola? No. I saw them recently somewhere. Maybe we should get some. Uh, they're a cross between a tangerine and a grapefruit. Ooh. And I don't like grapefruit. Yeah. I, I'm not sure if I've ever had a tangerine, but I love miniolas. And they have this little like bump on the top of them that looks like a nipple. So that's fun. Are they kind of like navel oranges that they have a little navel? Uh, maybe an Audi. A what? An Audi. It wouldn't be an any. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it's great because you could just you can grab there and then it just peels right off from there, right? You know what else I hate? <laughs> Peeling bananas from the bottom. Like, why is that a thing? Oh, you're referring to the correct way. Right. Like, why is it called the correct way? Like, you'd get you'd get the gunk under your fingernails. What gunk? The banana gunk. Clearly, you haven't done it. I have. You don't have to use your fingernails. Yes, you do. Use, I, <laughs> I have always... Oh, I haven't always eaten bananas like that, but for the past... 15 years of I've always eaten bananas like that, and I've never gotten gunk under my fingernails. You don't have fingernails. That's the problem. I guess you're right. <laughs> <laughs> Just arguing about stupid fruits. Why are we so angry about fruits today? I don't know. Like, what I'm saying is, <laughs> I'm standing these banana things. That's how the monkeys eat them. And are we monkeys? Yeah, we have are. We, haven't we evolved? Or have we devolved because we forgot how to eat bananas? This is what I'm saying to you. There's so you, a handle that you can just use to peel it open. No, you hold it by the handle. What That's you your holding. To, what do you need to hold the banana for? It's already got a peel on it. You hold it by that, that by that part that sticks out. But then it topples around. It's like a popsicle. <laughs> a popsicle. You're the kind of person who would take a corn dog and hold it by its corny part. <laughs> <laughs> it's corny part. <laughs> and then try to... <laughs> Try to eat through that stick. I get that stick and use it like a tongue depressor. Deep throat in that stick <laughs> to get to that waiter. <laughs> but uh, I eat the corny part first, and then I save the hot dog for later. Oh my god! Is it's, that wrong? It's not an Oreo. It's a freaking corn <laughs> dog. It might be a little wrong. You just did some cornbread and a hot dog, girl. That sounds good. <laughs> well, you would still eat them separately. Yeah, I just have a corn cornbread and a dog. Well, that, how does that sound good to you? Those are just two different foods. Mm-hmm. I mean, together, but separate. <laughs> oh God! Because you know how you know how I like deconstructing ingredients. Yeah, try to avoid the the term <laughs> together yeah. but separate. Yeah. Oh, wait, that's equal but separate, mm-hmm. isn't it? Separate but equal. Separate. Okay. But the, the you don't get your you don't get the stuff under your fingernails. What I'm trying to tell you, because you use the what would this be called? The end of your thumb that before your your thumbnail, and you just push there, and then it comes right off the peel of banana. Hmm. It does, and then also you know that little black weird the bananas, <laughs> <laughs> the bananas. <laughs> that little black weird. A nugget at the bottom, or Ew, or if the you, word nugget, or if you eat it correctly at the top of the <laughs> banana that you could accidentally get if you were eating it from the other side it mm. comes, and it's the last thing you get, and it ruins the banana. Mm. That comes off with the peel if you do it that way, mm. just naturally comes off mm-hmm. with the peel because mm-hmm. that's what you're grabbing. Mm. Grabbing <sighs> that bananas. <laughs> <laughs> You were waiting for me to finish what I was saying. Just keep yeah, saying I wasn't even listening. Bananas again. 
Miniolas and bananases. I like to eat, 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 eat miniolas and, and bananases. <laughs> I don't think we got that. Okay. You know what just happened there? What? It went terribly. <laughs> that was a terrible segue. Why are you called it a segue? <laughs> you monster. So it's March 1st, which means it's the first episode of a new month you want to tell people what the we do time goes so quickly right i didn't even notice slipping slipping yeah earlier today i said i had to scramble to get this ready because mm-hmm. how is it march because february is so short i guess that's the reason and yesterday <laughs> was ours i was gonna say our roommate but your roommate our friend your roommate Zach Deacon's birthday! Hey! Happy belated 37th birthday! Yay! Zachary Charlemagne Teacher. Oh. <laughs> the beloved. He was almost a leap year, baby. Oh, he was, I guess. He I almost even... could have been, what, five years old? Six? Four, uh, 37 divided by four, five, nine-ish. How did I get five? Because <laughs> <laughs> you're not good at math. No, I was, I was, I guess I thought... It was every seven years? Yeah. That, <laughs> <laughs> that might have been what it's you were It's perpetually thinking. the 90s for me, you know? Does that still make sense? <laughs> as much sense as it ever did, Alice. <laughs> Tell people what we do the first episode of the month, Alice. Oh, yes. We go through all of our shitty information from the past <laughs> month, and we... Deliver it to you wholesale. <laughs> yeah. As in, like, correctly. Yeah, correctly. Because we're not really an educational podcast, but you learn things. Yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we want to make sure that the things we're saying are... Accurate. Fact-checked. Yeah. Rigorously. Oh, yeah, because the first time they're bound to not be accurate. Yeah, yeah. So pretty much, com- <laughs> if you ever listen to one of our episodes, make sure you then tune in to the... <laughs> First episode of the following month to, to, uh, to... In case there are things you disbelieve, you're like, is that true? Oh my God. Speaking of... Sorry, we're not even going to get there We're not going to get that. It went terribly. It's fine. But speaking of things that you learn, you know, uh-huh. and, and I'm like, how can that possibly be true? Go on. I, I'm listening to an audio book called Nine Pints, and it's about blood. Oh. And, you know, the life force of blood. And it talks about uh, the typing system, the the blood the typing donation. typing system. Yeah, like oh. A, A, B, A, B, O. And <laughs> just sound like A, you were, B, A, B, O. <laughs> sound like you were doing a horrible job at spelling something. Oh, I thought I was singing a song. Oh. A, B, A, B, A, B, A, B, O. A, B, A, B, O. And one of the chapters, they were talking about bloodletting. So, like, leeches mm. as a way to cure illnesses, and it was all bunk, you know? That's what you did last week. I got <laughs> leached. Yeah, you got leached. I got leaded. Blood, How many leeches my did blood they... blood was let. How many did they attach to you? I think, uh, yeah, oh my gosh. So, if, like, for a grown man, it was, like, 60, a recommendation of. What? And then before women, it was remarkably less, like 15. And this was for just, just any ailment? Uh, I guess specifically ghosts. 
you know oh okay. like like stuff that they couldn't figure out like because okay. um you know you can vomit you like things you can expel you can vomit you can poop you can uh-huh. pee but where does all your blood go and so that's why they thought it would be a good idea to let out the blood somehow because other things like if you're sick when you vomit you feel better okay you know? okay if you I are get stopped it. Yeah. up you can poop and then feel better but I, if you have some mystery illness like yeah. ghosts in your blood, you just let that out. I understand the rationale. <laughs> like before before um, science was invented. <laughs> I totally get it. But it's this like, was the science of the day. So it's like, what can we possibly believe now? Because it's going to change mm-hmm. in the future. It's saying, it's saying this can come out of this hole, this can come out of this hole. Your blood does not have a hole to come out of. Exactly. Unless you're a woman, and that's why they only needed 15. Oh! Because once a month, they were already letting out enough blood. <laughs> Was that the rationale there? I don't know, but okay. it makes total sense. <laughs> or since this was, <laughs> if I may, something that makes just as much sense for back then, but it's a little bit misogynistic, <laughs> is that women weren't as worthy of the leeches. So they I mean, that like, could be it too. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, yes, the men deserve... Uh, the, they'll ha- they're hell and hearty. Five dozen leeches, please. <laughs> oh, Mary Margaret... Three. <laughs> but I want to be healthy too. <laughs> I've got ghosts in me blood, I do. <laughs> You'll never be as healthy as me. Sugar. That's, <laughs> that's, uh, that's, that's Prince Jonathan over there with a mouthful of leeches trying to speak. Oh my god. You don't, you don't eat the leeches. <laughs> Stupid men. But anyway, okay, factoid. Yes. So apparently, like, the f- some first blood letters, they were barbers. So, like, barbers were trained to leech people as part of their services. Shave and a haircut, two leeches. <laughs> no way. So, like, the, the the people knew they were going to be leeched, right? Mm-hmm. It wasn't like Sweeney Todd and you get your throat sliced open. Mm-hmm. I'll, have a, I'll have a pompadour today, Sam. Oh, you got it. And while we're here... <laughs> yeah! <laughs> what the... <laughs> oh, I feel much better. The ghosts left. Yeah, thank you so much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it was make-believe uh, remedies for make-believe problems. Whoa. That's good. Oh, what? Shots fired at ghosts? <laughs> no, like <laughs> shots fired at like mental health. <laughs> oh. <laughs> wow. <laughs> mental health wasn't, in, wasn't around wasn't back then. It wasn't invented back then. It wasn't invented yet. <laughs> Freud wasn't invented yet. <laughs> Oh, but anyways, the barber thing. So that's where barber poles came from. The red and white design. It was meant to, you know, be like uh, symbolic of, uh, you know, medical stuff and blood, red and white. the blood dripping down the pole? Mm. That's crazy. And then when I heard that in this audiobook, I'm like, is this true? How, Uh you know, how is is anything true? Um, No, I didn't look it up. Did you it went terribly yourself? Anything can be remotely true. Okay. So it's like, I don't trust any information anymore. So you said to yourself. <laughs> said Who your wrote s- this book? Who peer reviewed this book? You said to yourself, I'm going to come on going terribly and talk about it. So Doug has to look it up yeah. later and yeah, report yeah, yeah. on it the following month. <laughs> <laughs> You're willing to wait a month to find out if that means you don't have to look it up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I understand. Because it might take me a month to listen to this book. It's about 12 hours long. It's it's narrated by a British woman. And she has a very jaunty accent. <laughs> On the barber would apply the the leeches uh, to the man's neck. 
Impressions sound like Bill Cosby in the end. It doesn't sound like <laughs> it does. <laughs> the stuck in your throat quality that it, it does kind of sound like a Bill Cosby doing an impression of a British woman, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's put a little brandy in here and cook up nice with the chicken. That's a, what's her name? The uh, Julia, Julia Child. Yeah. Is that how she sounded? Something like that? Sure. That old drunk. Um, Let's get to it. (laughs) Oh, I actually had another question about the leeches, if I may. Uh And you may not know the answer to this. Uh Where do they put the leeches? Were there certain places in the body? Um, The book probably said it, but I I don't remember. That's fine. That's fine. I was just curious if it ever went in the the, uh, butthole. Um, (laughs) It's time for It Went Terribly. <laughs> What's your problem? <laughs> so, let's get to the easy stuff first. Okay. And this isn't going to be that entertaining, so come up with entertaining stuff for these, Alice. I need you. You're my backup. I got a riff. How do you pronounce the guy who wrote Jurassic Park and what other the other things you talked about before? The way that it's supposed to be pronounced? Westworld? Did he do that? Mm-hmm. Was that your thing? Okay, is that why we were talking about or it? Or he didn't write it, but it was... Or, I oh. mean, he wrote he wrote the original movie. Okay. The book. Or... Uh, <laughs> he wrote oh, something. I'm so wrong. <laughs> this is going to be next month. <laughs> Gosh dang it. We're already making more mistakes. <laughs> he, wrote, he didn't write it. He wrote the book. Well, the book... The, <laughs> I just... I'm a- he had nothing to do with it. <laughs> so, we pronounced it two different ways. Mm. And your way was... Michael Crichton. Crichton. My- I, I mean, I think I know it's wrong. I feel like okay. you didn't have to call me out on it. Oh, I'm sorry. That's what we do. We- it is Crichton. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not. <laughs> I'm sure I'm going to call myself out on some things. Okay. Maybe. We'll see. <laughs> anyway, the name's Michael Crichton. Uh, has Benedict Cumberbatch been the host of SNL before? Oh. Because we talked about how he never does anything funny. Like, he never gets silly. It's always real serious stuff, and we're talking about, oh, we can't... Uh... I feel like I've seen him get silly before. You're what? the one who said he wasn't funny. No, I said... I didn't say he wasn't funny. I said he mostly gets cast in cerebral mm-hmm. roles. But I vaguely recall him, like, rapping, you know? Oh, really? Doing an impression of Alan Rickman. Wow. <laughs> Do you think that was from SNL? Maybe. Because yeah. he hosted once. Oh, man. On that November would've... 5th. Maybe that was it, yeah. 2016. Remember, remember... The 5th of November? Yeah. Okay. Is that that Earth, Wind, and Fire song? Mm-hmm. Do you remember? The 5th of November. Benedict on the 5th of November. <laughs> Doing impressions of Alan Rickman. Eggs Benedict. <laughs> oh, that was weird. Is that like the backing thing? <laughs> Just every now and then she's back there. Eggs Benedict. <laughs> with Hollandaise. Hollandaise and oats. (laughs) (laughs) That's a nice breakfast, isn't it? (laughs) Hollandaise and oats. (laughs) You really just got yourself. I love it. That's great. You know, I have this egg in my refrigerator, 
that like every once in a while it's just a real jerk to me, you know? Mm-hmm. It like it won't crack when I want to try to crack it, so I just throw it back in the fridge. Mm-hmm. It but it stinks it up, but mm-hmm. like but I know it can control it. It stinks on purpose. Uh-huh. And it's always like moving the other foods around so I can't find it. Uh-huh. Yeah. That egg's been a dick. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's a long way to go for the tiniest glass of egg water. Why not just the 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 the, the innards? Yeah, the innards of the egg. <laughs> what am I, Rocky? That's gross. You'd rather soak a whole shelled egg in water, unshelled egg in water. Yeah, one of those food terms that's like very confusing and annoying you know like to shell something means to mm. take the shell off you'll want to shell the, the egg <laughs> and then soak it in brandy brandy eggs <laughs> brandy alexander <laughs> oh hey while we're on alcohol mm-hmm. i mean talking about it uh, what are hops Oh, we asked that question. I've learned it like a million times. Oh, you learned it since then? No, I mean people have taught it. Oh, to Oh, you just keep forgetting. Yeah. Oh, okay. I don't commit it to memory. Well, you know what? We didn't know what the, what they were at the time, so mm-hmm. I'll tell you again. They are green cone shaped flowers. They're kind of cool looking. And I know what they look like. Inside, they the... are green and cone shaped. Yeah. Inside the cone are tiny yellow pods called <gasps> lupulin. Lupulin. You know, whatever. It's a word. <laughs> and this, these pods contain resins and essential oils. And those oils are the source of the bitterness, aroma, and flavor in beer. <gasps> That's what a hoppy beer is. It's very bitter. Mm, there you go. Mm-hmm. And I guess that's part of the, or maybe the whole reason for the color, maybe? Because they're yellow pods? I don't know. What do um, I know? I, I think m- most ales and lagers are that color. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The, the more bitter ones? Uh, I think IPAs might be like a deeper orangey yellow color. Maybe the more hops they have, yeah. Every time somebody says IPA, I picture that um that, that grocery chain. Yeah. But that's... IGA. <laughs> yeah, that's IGA. Because <laughs> I don't know the alcohols, and then... And then people will be like uh, PBR and Pilsner, and I'm just like, are mm. those the same thing? Or... Pubbera. <laughs> um, what else we got here? Uh, is the summer sausage casing edible? Because mm. we talked about my friend Chris, yeah, who uh, ate a whole bunch of it before asking. And uh, no, no, it's not. You shouldn't eat that. Mm. (laughs) the the casing of a summer sausage is made of cellulose plastic or other artificial casings why would they yeah why why is it even there uh to preserve it to keep the salts attached to the The sausage in some way Mm -hmm. um so chris is probably gonna die i imagine it's like gum it's like it passed through his system already Oh, we'll see. <laughs> How long has it been? <laughs> Years. I haven't talked to him in a while, though. So The first summer sausage casing related death. <laughs> in over 47 years. Oh, I don't believe people don't eat it. I believe people eat the casing. I believe it, too. <laughs> yeah, I guess what they say, uh, when you ask the question and they say, <laughs> you ask the question, is it edible? And they say no. I guess that's technically a lie, because... 
You can eat it. I guess you just shouldn't. Yeah. You can eat anything. Sure. <laughs> um, what kind of animal is a shrew? A shrew. Isn't it a rodent? We didn't know that. You know things now. Yeah. How it's do a... I know things now? <laughs> <laughs> it is a very small mammal resembling a mouse. Uh, with a long, pointed snout and tiny eyes. Oh. Kind of looks like a teeny, tiny mole <laughs> without the giant hands. Oh, my God. Moles do have giant hands. Don't you love those? I think they're scary. Oh. I always kind of wanted But that. I like them. Good. I like being perturbed. <laughs> <laughs> I always kind of wanted a pet mole. <laughs> Is that weird? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, they would have to stay in a thing that would have a bunch of dirt and worms and stuff, and you would barely ever see them, and that's mo- mostly what's kept me from do you mean you'd pursuing have a, this. Do you mean you'd have, a like, an indoor terrarium filled with dirt? Yeah, or would you yeah. keep it outside in its own dirt pit? <laughs> <laughs> that, it, that it still couldn't escape from? Oh, yeah. Because if it could escape, it's no longer a pet. It's right. just having a mole somewhere maybe, in your yard. Maybe there's a moat. Okay. <laughs> Build a moat all the way around it. I feel like the terrarium would be cheaper. Okay, yeah. And also, what if he like he was doing some digging one day? He's like, oh, I haven't gone this far west before. And then all of a sudden, his entire floods. kingdom oh, floods. No! <laughs> no! <laughs> down the hatches! <laughs> He's trying to plug the hole with his giant hands. No! Ah! His Mickey Mouse hands. <laughs> Poor mole. Mm. <laughs> okay, what is a mongoose? Oh. What kind of animal is a mongoose? You know this one too now? Well, I think, um, didn't our our podcasting friend Adam explain this to me? Did he? I think so. And of course, I don't retain that information either. But, yeah, he he listens to us regularly. Thanks, Adam. Happy birthday a couple weeks ago. Oh, yeah! <laughs> okay, I found it. Okay, so... He said that uh, mammals from Australia are marsupials, and mammals anywhere else except the opossum is placental. So a mongoose is placental. I don't think all mammals from Australia are marsupials, but 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 I see what he's saying. Like oh, uh, okay. Like you would find you would find a lot of marsupials there for sure. Yeah, yeah, and I guess placental comes from the fact that. Yeah. They are birthed and not pouched? Uh, yeah. Uh, when you're pouched, you're uh, basically born way early, but like that's how nature intends. Mm-hmm. You're, bo- you're born before you're fully formed. Oh. So you're still born, and then you're kept uh, attached to the nipples <laughs> until you're... And so, the miniolas. Yeah, so most of them are in a pouch, like a kangaroo, but then some some are like only in like a partial pouch. Some aren't in a pouch at all. I don't, I don't know which partial ones are... Partial pouch. I don't know which ones are which or anything, but... Is a mongoose a marsupial? Is that what you're saying? No, he's saying a mongoose is a placental. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I have that it's a long, furry creature. Furry creature. So it kind of looks like a... Um, uh, what's the thing? The ferret? Kind of? Yeah. Uh, it has a, a tube sock, but it also has a pointed face. Any <laughs> big hands? It has a bushy tail. Ah, oh, love a bushy tail. And they are not rodents; they are related to civets and meerkats. Aw, civets! We've still never had our civet duty. 
<laughs> that was like one of our earliest episodes, right? Yes. You want to tell it's people like episode what three. Kopi Luwa is again? You want yeah. to refresh some... Kopi Luwa is like this really uh, exotic, expensive coffee that's made by feeding civets berries and then having them poop it out. Yeah, little cherry things. Mm-hmm. And yep. apparently like that's not very good for them. Yeah, so, I, well, I guess I'd have a moral conundrum drinking this coffee. Yeah, I think it would be okay if it were like nat uh, naturally harvested. If like the mm-hmm. Kobe, if the uh, civets were out in the wild just eating these berries and they pooped and you went and found it, <laughs> but the odds of doing that aren't. So they have like little farms of it, mm. and that's that's not a good situation for them. Mm-hmm. Poor little civets. Yeah, we. But it was around election day, so we called it. Our civet duty. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Civet duty. (laughs) You're so funny. I'm so funny. (laughs) And meerkats, we saw saw some of those at the uh, Memphis Zoo a few weeks ago. Oh, yeah. They were super cool. They were one of the highlights, honestly. Mm -hmm. I remember on the the podcast, we talked about the lions, and that's pretty much where we stopped on the animals. Yeah. The meerkats were amazing. Yeah. They do just like They're they do. They're cute. Yeah, like on the documentaries where you see they, they go up to a high place and they just stand up and look around. <laughs> they were doing that. They were looking right at us. They survey their kingdom. <laughs> and another meerkat would come up and be like, hey, man, I want to be up here. <laughs> and, you know, they'd fight to the death. Oh. That last part's a lie. But then were there were we talking about platypi, too? We did talk about platypuses. Really? Slash pie. So, no. Oh. I think either one's correct, but I don't have that information in front of me. Uh-oh. Go on. Here we go. Is it like octopus, <laughs> octopuses and octopi? That's why I'm thinking it's the same. That's the only reason yeah. I'm saying they're they're both okay. But mm-hmm. uh, do you have something about platypussies? <laughs> <laughs> that felt weird. I know it's not cursing, but it felt like cursing. I Isn't it? Isn't it though? Platypussies. It's another way to to pluralize it. I don't think so. Like octopussy. Oh. The James Bond movie? I mean, the purpose of that is the... the... <laughs> I'm not saying it's a vagina that a lumberjack would wear. I'm saying it's like just pluralized. What? Plaid. Uh, lumberjacks, oh, my God. Lumberjacks wear plaid. You're filthy. You might not curse, but you are filthy. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, go on with your platypus stuff. Oh, yes. And the, okay, so Adam says they are monotremes. What's a mono I don't know dream? what a treme is, because mono is a one. <laughs> oh, it means they <laughs> we lay... We all got that. It means they lay eggs. Oh, yeah, I knew that, yeah. Oh, okay. And then the only other monotreme is an echidna. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, that's true. What's an echidna? I don't remember. I think it's like some sort of a small... Uh... Oh, he says uh, it's like a hedgehog? Yeah. Is it like a hedgehog, or is it a kind of hedgehog? Uh, echidnas, sometimes known as spiny anteaters, are quill-covered monotremes belonging to the family Tachaglossidae. <clears throat> the four extant species of echidnas and the platypus are the only living mammals that lay eggs and the only surviving members of the order Monotremata. It looks like a hedgehog. <laughs> ah, fuck, they <laughs> took my echidna. <laughs> yeah, would you like to be a mammal that laid eggs? Yes. Okay. Um, yeah, because, well, I mean, I've talked about how, like, I don't want to be a parent, but I think the the experience of childbirth would be kind of interesting, mm. so I wouldn't mind being a surrogate, maybe. You know, and I'm just, I'm not even seriously thinking about it, but mm-hmm, it's like, oh, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, that, that could be a thing. Um, but I guess in the 
grand scheme of things, is laying eggs less labor intensive than giving birth? Uh, I, yeah, I don't know. Hmm. I would think what so. Would I have to keep yeah, laying right? eggs? It would be definitely because uh, when you lay an egg, that's not fully formed. It's just like the, it's like the uh, the marsupials and the baby coming out early and then hmm. latching on until then. Mm-hmm. A human baby, you know, is fully formed. Mm-hmm. This would just be an egg and then a little egg. Then you have to watch over that egg. Alfredo, I'll sit on that egg. Alfredo would knock that off the table all day. <laughs> <laughs> sit on the egg. It'll be like uh, like a hemorrhoid pillow or a reverse hemorrhoid pillow, I guess. Because <laughs> it's going up your butt. No, I mean I could be on my knees. I get like a like an Eames chair, like a kneeling chair, and then there'd be like a space for the egg. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. then I could I could still warm it, but I won't crush it. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> We both know you'd find a way to burn that egg. (laughs) (laughs) You'd put it in the microwave to try to rush it. Oh, no! (laughs) Like a serial killer. Your baby would come out nuked. Mm. Oh, sorry. (laughs) Well, it's not yours. You're just a surrogate. It's fine. But if it's it's my egg, that's me. Oh, yeah. Or... You're not keeping it. Oh. (laughs) This is weird. (laughs) I mean, if I were a mammal, like a if I were a platypus. Oh, I see. I don't think there is. <laughs> it didn't sound a like such you were... thing as a platypus surrogate. Aw, but I was a human because I was e- using a chair. Yeah, that's what I was saying. It sounded like you were talking about yourself. Hmm. You really put yourself I think in that position. I was imagining that I was still myself in my human body, <laughs> but but I would lay platypus eggs. <laughs> <laughs> so you would be the platypus surrogate. Oh, yeah. Super, super weird. <laughs> super weird. Uh, at least it's not an echidna. <laughs> then I'll stab Spiny. you. Spiny. Uh, we talked about uh, the air on an airplane. Mm. Uh, you said it was stagnant. And I've never been on a plane. I I believe that you've had experiences of whatever. but um, It's just farts. It's everybody's farts. But let me tell you something. Mm. Uh, there is no stale air on an airplane. What does that mean? Because the air is renewed 20 to 30 times per hour. What? Via recirculation systems. Oh. So about once every two to three minutes, you're getting completely new air. What? And apparently, this is more frequent than in most restaurants and grocery stores and some hospitals. What? So airplanes are giving you constant, just fresh air. No I guess way. I guess because they're just in the air. So I feel like most people don't know that. I that's why I said it huh. because it wasn't the thing we got wrong last time. It was just well, something I mean, to it's, look up. It's like we were totally wrong. We were disparaging airlines Airplane everywhere. Air. You know, <laughs> like they work hard to pipe in fresh air, but everybody just thinks it's farts and feet. Right. It is for about two or three minutes, but then you're <laughs> then you're good. <laughs> No, I think that's really cool. It makes me even less likely to go on an airplane now. But Why? Because uh, they're constantly moving stuff in and out. Who knows if I'll be one of those things. <laughs> Is it clear how many days Bill Murray lives through oh. in Groundhog Day? Mm-hmm. You posed that question to me, and I didn't have an answer for you. Uh, I have better answers now. Mm-hmm. It's still not the answer. It is not clear. 
we see 42 accountable days. Oh. Those are the accountable days. Uh, and he makes a side mention of something in particular, which takes six months to learn. Oh. Like, like he mentions, like somebody asks, how long would it take to learn that? And he just says, oh, like six months, five or six hours a day. <laughs> so we're, we're led to believe that he's been there at least that long. Oh, my gosh. Uh, but he learned and became an expert of several things. Mm. I'm trying to spoil anything because you oh haven't seen the movie. Goodness. But he learned several things. And uh, uh, director Harold Ramis had originally said about 10 years on the DVD. Whoa. He estimated 10 years. That's But later ridiculous. on. <laughs> later on, based on the things he had to learn and how long it would take to learn them, plus like the wasted years that he would have of like before he would decide to do that. Uh, he was estimating 30 to 40 years, probably. What? <laughs> and uh, fans who have tried to do their own calculations have come up with anywhere between 8 and 35 years. I That seems like too big a gap. Uh, I, people have different uh, opinions on how long it would take to learn things, if you could learn more than one thing at a oh, time. Oh, fancy, fancy. And like how much time you would need off because you're living alone, basically. I mean, you're seeing people, but... It's, it's the same thing every day. Well, okay. So if if the outside estimate is 30 to 40 years, uh-huh. when he wakes up, or not wakes up, but when it's a f- when it's finally a new year. Okay. I was thinking <laughs> like the rest of the world is still going on around oh. him. So he'd wake up in the future, essentially. I got you. But it's not like that. Like uh, the whole world is on his timeline. Yeah, I believe it's not like that. Hmm. I don't want to give away the end of the movie, but... <laughs> It doesn't, I'll tell you right now, it doesn't feel like it's like that, but I guess we don't know. I'll give you that information. Okay. <laughs> well, that was that was an interesting little little thing, I thought. Mm-hmm. And uh, once you've seen it, you'll, you'll get it. Because he has to, like, there are things you have to learn, and how long would that take to become, like, an expert at it? What's an example of a thing he learns? Uh, ice sculpting? <laughs> <laughs> That's one of the big ones. And, like really good at it oh <laughs> and you can only do that well i guess you could you like out not outdoor like edward scissorhands but like did he only do out outdoor ice sculpting or yes. was it like indoor too yeah it was i mean then he could only do it in the winter time well it was just one day he was living the same day over and over again so it was always winter oh it was groundhog mm, day okay <laughs> It's the name of the movie. The, the, the time it's is... the name of the movie. I still keep thinking that time is passing. <laughs> I know. Good grief. <laughs> he's, he's reliving the same day over and over again. Mm-hmm. It's the uh, premise of the film. Mm-hmm. It, it's like, I know. I know that. I just, I, for some reason, I think he's in like some kind of microcosm, but the rest of the world is still going... Mm-hmm. Yeah, like April through November, he couldn't do any of that. No, he. <laughs> no, it was always February second. It's it always February second. Well, it's Groundhog Day <laughs> again. <laughs> wow, why didn't he? Oh, he tried killing himself, didn't he? Many times. <laughs> we only see a couple, but he mentions several. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, flushable wipes. And about whether they're really flushable or not. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to get some some hard uh, data, I guess, or mm-hmm. quotes from knowledgeable people. So toilet paper dissolves entirely within 24 hours. Hmm. Right? It's like, it's just gone. <laughs> gone. <laughs> Fart noise. Uh, mm. Wipes take weeks mm. to dissolve. 
from what like the sewage system yeah mm-hmm. um but um if there are enough wipes being used they can get together and it'll take longer the to Fatberg. dissolve there you go yeah um mm-hmm. so they would get together and they would take longer of course because mm-hmm. they're smushed together and yeah create a new thing and it would create a massive blockage mm-hmm. if it became too bad um also, healthy bacteria in a septic tank feeds off organic material uh, that toilet tissue is made of. Oh. Wipes contain fibers, including <sighs> cotton and rayon, Uh-oh. plus plastic resins. Uh-oh. Bacteria can't break them down, so parts of the wipes usually remain in the septic tank if you have a septic tank situation. So Probably have the summer sausage casing in there, too. <laughs> summer sausage yeah. casing. Yeah, if you eat it, yeah. It's <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. So, you know, it's just one of those things where, like, over time, it, it could be a big issue. Well, we don't care about time, you know? <laughs> I want my butt clean now. You want your butt clean. <laughs> you could just wet the toilet paper if you need to. No, that'll disintegrate because it's organic. Just spit on it. <laughs> like I'm yeah. licking my own ass. Maybe not. It's nothing like that. <laughs> if you spit on it and then afterwards licked it, then it would be like that. That's disgusting. So why would I do that twice? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> why would you lick your own butt? I mean, it. If you could, could be could be nice. I, if you could, wouldn't you do it like once just to see? Yeah, totally. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, people. I'm pretty sure like contortionists can and have and do. <laughs> they do the do they do the do do that's how they make their money dark web y'all oh god that's the darkest web <laughs> the darkest bananas <laughs> gross okay uh the number 13 how did it become unlucky we asked that in some episodes dun, right dun, dun. It, i think you already mentioned this it's only unlucky in the west yeah. In the yeah, over here cuz you mentioned in Asia, didn't mm-hmm. you already mention that number 4? Four? 4, yeah. Yeah, because mm-hmm. of death, that's mm-hmm. what my research found as well. Mm-hmm. Because the number 4 sounds like the word for death? Yes. Yeah. In uh, the people there's no like firm reason, but there are a couple of like the biggest reasons that, that a lot of people think of, and of course one of them is based in religion. Uh oh. in, in the Bible, Judas Iscariot was the 13th guest at the Last Supper. Ooh. And uh, I don't know if you know your Bible, but that that guy, uh, he betrayed the host. Who? That uh, Jesus Christ fella. What? He betrayed him. Yep. And uh, pretty bad guest, honestly. Did did someone stop him? You arrive late. No, I don't. don't. He came late? (laughs) He was the 13th guest. Oh, so there was a total of 13. Yeah, I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't know. What did he do? He betrayed him. Mm. Uh, mm-hmm. I think there's a kiss in there somewhere. Mm. Judas's kiss. Oh. This is the part where I prove I don't really know anything about the Bible. <laughs> I gotta tell you, I don't know how he betrayed him. I was, I was kind of playing dumb. I, was I like, know you what? were. What? I know you were. You tested me big time, and I, I failed your test. Uh, somehow we got from that dinner, that, that, that supper, which, how did Jesus not know? Cause it was called the last supper. So we, <laughs> somehow we got from that to him, you know, being up on a cross, which 
You know, that's that's a sucky situation. So I don't know what Judas did. So, you know, 13, that's not good. If someone's the 13th guest to your party, don't expect good things. Oh, dear. Um, also, um, ancient Norse lore says evil was first <gasps> introduced to the world by the god Loki mm-hmm. at a dinner party. What? In Valhalla. The last one? He was the 13th guest. No. Freaking Loki. <laughs> Is that concurrent with the Bible times? I don't know, but uh, Valhalla, that's like their heaven, right? Uh, or their... I think it's where their gods live. I'm not sure uh, if that's the same thing. Oh, okay, okay. I understand now. <laughs> so, I mean, yes, yeah, always... The, the Christian binary of good and evil, I don't know if that's the same structure. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But yeah, they, he brought evil and turmoil Evil and turmoil. And people like him in those movies. (laughs) (laughs) I don't get it. He's so charismatic. (laughs) He's a complex villain. So always send that 13th guest home. (laughs) But then wouldn't wouldn't just everybody move up and then there'll be a new 13th guest? If Tommy shows up 13th and then immediately you're like, you go home, that doesn't just make Betty number 13 now. She's number 14. Okay. Well, you know, it's like in uh, skyscrapers, they leave off the 13th floor, but there is literally still a 13th yeah. floor. That's something I had. Uh, more than 80% of high-rise buildings in the U.S. don't have a 13th floor. More than 80%? A lot of, a lot of, superstitious, a lot of superstitious people out there. They should get some science in them, get their blood let. <laughs> get their blood let. <laughs> <laughs> Most hotels and hospitals won't use it for rooms. Hospitals. They will not have a room 13. I understand. You don't want, you know, people freaking out. Like, how dare you put me in room 13? I'll die in here. Judas. Um, <laughs> most airports don't use it for gates. Oh, I guess I never thought about that. Yeah. Because you don't want to, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Too much air circulating. <laughs> Down we go. And that's... uh. You know, that's all we need to know about the number 13. Uh, just a couple more quick things. Uh, bidets, you, you thought that bidets were started in the Eastern Hemisphere? Hmm. Uh, you were correct, of course. Uh, bidets originally showed up in 17th century France. Oh. They went with a chamber pot. They were kept in the, the, uh, the bedroom, if you will. Is France considered Eastern Hemisphere? wait a minute is it i um, let me hold on i'm typing right now Uh, about one third of the country is in the eastern hemisphere (laughs) and the rest is in the west Hmm. that's crazy Hmm. huh i thought i was talking about about my butt for for a second i thought i was gonna sound really stupid but Uh, yeah luckily (laughs) it worked out in both of our we were both right yeah (laughs) i guess you were more right because two thirds versus one third um, okay, so let me get to this real quick. Uh, 17th century France. It was a French invention, of course. Uh, oh, right, because the word itself. Bidet. Duh. Oh, <laughs> this will make us not stink so much. Well, hey, it's bad stereotype. You leave me alone. That's my... You got a little Spanish. <laughs> Gosh dang it. <laughs> I always go Spanish with my accents. <laughs> I always go Cosby with my impressions and Spanish with my accents. <laughs> Hola, mi amigo. <laughs> Freaking Spanish, Cosby. 
Uh, so, so it was a French invention re- rejected by the English. <laughs> because, you know, the English and the French are always, mm. especially back then. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then that sentiment of rejecting it was carried over to America by the oh, English. Okay. So then we never had it. And uh, and then we 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 just kept not having it mm. and then and then like when the world was starting to like evolve like world war Two, mm-hmm. you know and everything was uh you got the industrial revolution at some point sure sure yeah <laughs> so during world war and then, and then jesus crucified. <laughs> yeah loki shows up <laughs> bananas <laughs> what you just wanted to put that in there <laughs> i always want to put it in <laughs> Uh, during World War II, American soldiers saw bidets in European brothels, mm. and it perpetuated the idea that bidets were associated with immorality. Oh, so that further made Americans people use it to masturbate. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if that was. <laughs> you're like you're in a brothel. Why would you masturbate? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, how much is Cindy? Uh, Twenty five an hour. Uh, you got a bathroom? <laughs> Ah, I'm gonna jerk it. How much is a picture of Cindy? <laughs> oh, 75 cents? I'll take that. Oh, yeah! Bidet. Um. Oh, my God. <laughs> Bidet if I do. In some European countries, it is required by law to be present in every bathroom that contains a toilet oh like they have to have a bidet it's wow, in like some countries government regulated cleanliness right hmm. and i don't know which which countries those are so mm. sorry mandated mandated showers mandated hand washing mandated mask wearing yeah. Ma- mandated woman <laughs> <laughs> so stupid uh. <laughs> sorry uh, I have one more. Mm-hmm. It's a little one, though. Uh, <laughs> we talked about the Wheel of Fortune mm-hmm. and uh, and how often they they recorded because they record oh, yeah. they record four days a month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you were like, oh, so they just make one trip and they, and I didn't know if it was uh, like like weekly. once a week. Mm-hmm. Uh, they record every other Thursday and Friday. Oh, so two trips a month is what Pat Sajak okay. has to take out to California. That's a lot of fresh air he's getting. Yes. So six episodes a day, uh, Thursday and Friday, and then two weeks off, and then Mm -hmm, do it again. mm -hmm. So that's why he looks so young. (laughs) All that time traveling. Dude's like 70 and looks like he's 37. Um, I saved Wheel of Fortune for last, though, because you already know this, Alice, Hmm. but we got our very first voice message sent to our podcast. Yeah, apparently Anchor lets people call in, like on the telephone. And yeah. record a voicemail. Yeah. Is it on the telephone? Is that how it is? I, I've never done it, so I don't I guess know. I don't know. When I hear voicemail, it makes me think of a phone call. Yeah. So, um, you know, if you want to leave, them, leave us messages, go ahead. But this this caller was uh, was very upset with us. Aggravated. Very, <laughs> yes. And, I mean, they seemed like they wanted to express caution for us as well. Hmm. Because mm-hmm. apparently Pat Sajak is a very powerful and dangerous man. Yeah. And according to the caller, we had gotten something something wrong. Uh, the well, you know what we can we can play it for you right now. So let's go ahead and play the voice message we received. Yes. Is this the going terribly podcast? Longtime listener, first time caller. I just listened to episode seventy, the one about morning bursts and Dutch ruddering, and I'm calling because you made some disparaging esque comments about Mister Patrick Sajak, 
host of Wheel of Fortune. You claimed he only spins the wheel once per episode, insinuating he has an easy job. The truth is there are two toss-up rounds per episode, so he spins the wheel twice. I'm surprised you got this wrong, as we all know Alice is amazing at Wheel of Fortune. One thing I've learned from personal experience is that you do not fuck with Pat Sajak. He's a powerful man with connections to powerful people. So you have two options. Beg for forgiveness as your lives are in danger. Or live your life on the run, off the grid, hoping they never find you. Which is what I'm doing. And I'm jeopardizing everything by sending you this warning. Oh shit, I think they're tracing this call. Oh my god, Judas got him! So, <laughs> so I hope that listener's okay. Oh, uh, he did. Clear. <laughs> I hope he's not dead. It sounds like he's taken great precautions to to protect himself up to this point. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, um, uh, you know, if you're out there, listener, please, you know, give us another message. Let us know how you're doing. <laughs> uh, and if and if we don't hear from you, um, we're gonna assume that uh, you are. You dead. Dead-esque. Dead-esque. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it, 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 he did mention uh, a couple things. One was that we got the number of spins Pat Sajak does wrong, and apparently that's a, that's a huge sin. Yeah. So yeah. so I'm going, I am going to watch an episode of Wheel of Fortune, <laughs> and I'm going to find out how many times he spins the wheel. And Pat, You don't believe the caller? I just, I just don't you know. You got to do your due diligence. The due diligence. My civet duty. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to watch an episode and 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 find out. But until then, if you're listening, Mr. Sajak, um, he also said either either run and hide or to get on your knees and apologize. So, <laughs> so I'm very sorry, Mr. Sajak. I didn't mean to disrespect you. I admire the job you do. Four times a month. I think it's amazing. It's amazing how you can talk to new people every time and, you know, say... Right, you couldn't do that. And say, yes, there are three S's. <laughs> I think it's really cool. You can boss Vanna White around like she's nothing. <laughs> Makes you feel like a big man, doesn't it? <laughs> sorry, sorry, I'm off. I'm off. <laughs> off the topic. I'm off the topic there. Sorry, I'm off the topic. Uh, so, uh, so I. this is me on my knees apologizing. Until I watch that Wheel of Fortune episode to find out just how many times Pat Sajak does spin the wheel in an episode. Alice, do you want to say anything? Well, that's a pretty that's a pretty solid apology, but I feel like you're gonna have to, you know, bring a bidet if you're down on your knees. Might bring as well a, finish it out. Bring it. What are you talking about? I'm bringing a bidet. Yeah, you know, like sexual are you recompense. Su- are you suggesting that I? That I sexually pleasure Mr. Patrick Sajak? I mean, he's a legend. It would be an honor. That's true. (laughs) (laughs) I'd like to buy a bowel, Pat. (laughs) Because of the bidet. I think we're done. This got into weird places, sorry. (laughs) 